Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here, and you're listening to the CFI podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Why hasn't this student soloed? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com and you are listening to the CFI Podcast, the Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com, now offering a full commercial pilot course as well. For one easy price, one membership, you get private instrument and commercial pilot ground schools, as well as their FAA written test prep boot camps. There's so much value in there. I encourage you to check it out. Refer your students to groundschoolacademy.com. Now, this topic is one I have experience with because I think we've all had difficult students. Now, this question actually came up from a Snapchat I received. Uh, Snapchat is a... uh, Uh, It's a messaging software where we can send quick uh, videos uh, under 10 seconds. And someone sent this to me, a student sent to me, and you'll see it. I'll put it up on YouTube here, um, saying, Jason, it's been 50 hours. I haven't soloed. Should I find a new instructor? And I got that, and it kind of put me back. But I've dealt with this situation before, and the answer is we need more data on that. And you'll see, I'm, I'm starting a new segment called Ask Jason, where individuals can send in their questions via Twitter, via Facebook, via Snapchat. For those of you that are on Snapchat, it's just my first and last name, Jason Shappert. Last name's S-C-H-A-P-P-E-R-T. You can find me on there to follow what we do, get some behind the scenes uh, tours of M0A.com and see what we're up to with our students. But What I found with this question was, and there's some great questions coming in, is that we need more information. Because the next question I have, and I can't tell this individual that, but the next question I have is, is it you or is it your CFI? And I think it's important that this individual understands that because you have to be that blunt sometimes. And well, that's where I come in and that's my job to speak the truth. Is it the student or is it the CFI? This is why I always encourage. Now, soloing is the example here, but it could be it could be steep turns. It could be getting ready for my check ride. It could be, why haven't I started on my cross countries? It could be so many different examples. But what I believe that when a student feels that they've hit a plateau, I believe we need to get a fresh pair of eyes. And this is the advice, just so you CFIs know what kind of advice I'm giving out. This is the advice I gave to the student is, hey, I'd go get a fresh pair of eyes. I wouldn't change instructors because we haven't answered the question, is it you or is it your CFI? Because perhaps you could have a CFI that has a hard time letting go. And trust me, I I had a hard time letting go. When I was a brand new instructor, I owned the airplane. 
Imagine you own the airplane and you're like, geez, do I really want to send this student up solo in my airplane? If they damage something, they're not only damaging my reputation, but I'm going to have an insurance claim and I'm going to be out of business because it's Jason and an airplane. And that's the whole business. That's how it all started. One, one thing goes wrong and I'm not flying for who knows how long. So it was I had a hard time letting go, and I wanted students. There were so many students that I probably could have soloed in 10 hours, but I flew with them till 20. And it wasn't because I needed or wanted their money. It was because I had a hard time letting go of those students, especially because it was my airplane. I learned that having a fresh pair of eyes, having another CFI come in can be beneficial. So when you find yourself in this situation, CFIs, it's important that we address this because it's scary to me that this is a student pilot. Remember, our job as aviation educators is to grow aviation. So the fact that a student came and said, listen, Jason, I got 50 hours. Do I need a new CFI? I haven't soloed yet. I'm getting a little concerned. 50 hours and hasn't soloed yet. I've seen worse things, unfortunately. Uh, It's not great, but I've seen worse things. National average for solo, by the way, is like 26, 27 hours right now. And that's that's a hard stat to really track because you're relying on, it's a very small data pool. I don't know how accurate it really is, but let's, let's say it is 27, let's say it's 30 hours. Yes, you're above average. There's nothing wrong with being above average on that side of things, right? A little bit higher on that category. But does he need a new CFI? We don't know because it could be him. It could be the CFI. And because CFIs have a hard time letting go, an example to that is I was dealing with a student. His name was Harvey. I've shared this story in my book, The Private Pilot Blueprint. Very, very true story. Harvey came to me, and and Harvey has this deep southern accent. He's from North Carolina, and he would say to me, you know, we'd be flying, and he'd have a great land, and I'd say, man, Harvey, that was awesome. He'd go, oh, no, Jason, I know you were touching something. Or he he would have a great landing. He'd look over and go, did you touch anything? What'd you do? I'm like, Harvey, that was all you. And he had come from an instructor in North Carolina that did everything for him. Changed the radios, adjusted everything, talked on the radios, and basically flew the airplane. Harvey was paying him to be a passenger when Harvey was really thinking he was paying him to learn to fly. Harvey had this phobia that, oh, Jason, I can't solo because I'm not a good pilot. Without an instructor, my instructor saves me every time I think I'm going to crash. Or he he thinks we're going to crash. So one day, Harvey and I were doing laps in the traffic pattern. And he is just landing after landing. Amazing. I'm telling him, Harvey, you're doing great. He goes, oh, no, you must be doing something. Oh, Jason, I felt your feet on the rudder pedals. I know you're just doing something over there. And finally, I, I, in a moment of frustration, I literally said, Harvey, if you think I'm touching stuff, I took off my seatbelt, I grabbed his logbook to make sure I could sign everything off and make what he was about to do legal. I grabbed that all, I grabbed a pen, I said, I want you to go do three laps around the traffic pattern and I'm getting out of the airplane. Literally, we're in the middle of the runway. I told him to stop the airplane. And I get out, we're at an uncontrolled airport and they, they where I solo all my students, so it's not like we did anything bad. Walked out the back and had my handheld radio and he went around and did three amazing landings. And he was so surprised because all this time 
he had believed that someone else was flying the airplane. It wasn't really him doing those landings. And that's a hard nut to crack too. He was tough because he really believed that that CFI was just always on the controls and he could just feel them or just see them. He just knew he was doing something. And I came along, we had him soloed in three, four, five hours. It's the importance of getting a fresh pair of eyes. Even if you don't have a problematic student, I encourage you to get a fresh pair of eyes in two situations, before a solo and before a check ride. If you're going to solo a student, get buddy-buddy with another CFI at your school or at your airport and say, hey, listen, before I solo a student or before I um, set up a student for check ride, I'd like them to fly with you. Just for solo, listen, just, just could you fly three laps in the traffic pattern with them? You, as long as it's in their airplane or whatever airplane they're flying, you bill them whatever you want. That's fine. It's your deal. I'm not looking to make any money on this. I'm just looking for a fresh pair of eyes. Hey, can you do this mock check ride for me? Ground and flight portion? Because I'm used to asking questions my way. I'm used to teaching steep turns this way. It'd be great for them to get a new perspective. So if it is the student that maybe has that problem, that why hasn't the student soloed, what can we do as CFIs to help them? We can offer them that new perspective. You see, with new perspective, they can learn new technique. I teach landings a very specific way. I've got a whole book you've seen probably called The Secret to Perfect Landings. I have a very regimented way that I like landings done, and it works for the majority of students. And I'm willing to admit it's not a it's not a end-all solution for everybody. Why? Because everybody learns differently. And when you get a new perspective, you could see a new technique that maybe that student finally clicks for them. And they say, wow, Jason was showing me this way all the time, but you showed it to me this way and I can grease landings in now. Thank you for that new technique. We as CFIs need to always be asking, how does this student learn best? Do they learn by seeing? Do they learn by hearing? Do they learn by just doing it? How does this student learn best? You know, becoming a flight instructor, we breeze through the FOI. It's a, geez, guaranteed 100% written test, FOI, fundamentals of instruction, real easy. We breeze on through it. But I'm going to be doing a series coming up here very soon on how the FAA meant to teach the fundamentals of instruction. Because I believe it's a a bit of a broken system. It's more of a, okay, there's only 300 questions in the database. Let me just see at least every question once and go take that written test and pass it and be done with it. And that's how we treat the FOI. But we as aviation educators have to learn how to teach from new perspectives, teach new techniques, and understand how our students learn best. That is my tip for you guys. So when you deal with a student who's complaining that, man, I just, it's been 50 hours, I haven't soloed yet, ask yourself the question, is it the student or is it the CFI? And either way, you're going to come to the same solution. It's a new perspective, a new technique, and how does that student learn best? Listen, thanks so much for all that you guys do. You flight instructors are the lifeblood of general aviation. 
Without you, we would be stagnant. Don't let anyone fool you. Aviation is growing. Aviation is alive and well. Don't believe what the media misconstrues sometimes about, oh, we hear good things and bad things about third-class medical, then privatizing ATC and just this and that. It's always something to talk about. Aviation, I promise you, is alive and well for so many of us if you're willing to go out and take action on it. It is there for you. Have a wonderful rest of your day and most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.